The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get in. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast for Beer Sports Talk and a whole lot more. Tonight's episode number 377 on this 26th day of February 2024. Tonight's show, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save for 20 bucks on your first purchase. Uh, remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great uh, sports articles and other great podcasts such as The Corner Booth, Rising Occasion, and uh, my big guys over there at Craft Brood Sports every Tuesday night there. Mike, Mookie, and Scott put on a hell of a show over there at Craft uh, Brood Sports. They, uh, if, if you like uh, the sports uh, bar talk and you're not a whole bunch of sports for the first 15, 20 minutes, that's a show for you guys. And they get into sports later on, but that's, that's the one I, I quite enjoyed. And uh, thank everybody who listens to our show, whether it be on the uh, podcast forum or on YouTube. Thank you very much for doing, uh, making us a part of your day each and every day from all of us here at 1420 World Headquarters. Dave, I was driving by your shack the other day and I saw that, uh, not that it's a shack by any means, but driving by your house the other day and I, I noticed you still have some Christmas decorations uh, up still. Is that for uh, maybe for just, uh, you're just leaving them up for decorations? Are you waiting until next year? Is Jasper just not doing it or what's going on there? Uh, well, no, it's uh, all the lights are down. We have now, we, we started last year, like we have hanging patio lights due to um, the riffraff that, tend to lollygag in my neighborhood uh <laughs> katie and i made the decision to keep those lights on and turn them on every day uh just to just to illuminate the possible shenanigans that might go on on our covered deck there fend the off the derelicts maybe a little bit and and believe it or not shenanigans have happened i don't know if i've told the story the 3 a.m pillow snatching uh confrontation i had to have with people but nonetheless um, we have found that uh, now that we have an illuminated deck, there's less riffraff. As to the Christmas decorations, it's just the garland around our posts. Um, we have those columns. Um, we decided to leave those up and because it kind of has a nice wintry touch. And, and now that we're back in the fucking winter season, minus a million here in Lethbridge, Alberta, I think it's nice that you you, 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 you get a look at that. Yeah, I guess it's kind of wintry. They can have those up still. Well, I had to laugh because my because uh, I was I noticed one of my neighbors here at uh, out here in Squamish, he uh, he was taking he he had a quite a large Christmas display up still up until Saturday. I was like, holy! And he's finally taking it down because it was a pretty nice day. And then uh, then I drove by your house shortly thereafter. I go, yeah, not everybody's got got the memo to get their Christmas decorations down. But now that I know why why it's up, there, there's some people still flick their lights on. Like they're, well, I see, they're, yeah, and if you notice, like at the Christmas season, that garland was all lit up too. Yeah, we, yeah, we it's not lit up anymore. It's just garland. It's just pine garland. I, I think it, I think it looks a little bit. Oh, look, now, now that I know, now that I know, you're not being lazy. You're just you're just adding to the uh, the wintry spirit because there there are some things around the uh, around February to gets a little bit doldrums. Now you're adding to the Christmas the, the, the winter spirit or the Christmas spirit. Now I'm not besmirching you anymore because it's just it was meant to be up. It wasn't that you yeah. were just being a lazy a lazy uh, sob. No, nope, no, nope, the the lighting is done. <laughs> the, 
the festive illumination is uh, in storage, and so we just decided to keep that garland up a little bit longer to to add a splash of color to our normal dreary Southern Alberta winters. Man, it's uh, last night went out for uh, for a drink uh, to just on a Sunday night, kind of a cocktail, and the weekend off a little bit, and uh, it was it was chilly, but it wasn't cold. And then woke up at whatever time today to get the day going about 5 a.m. I looked outside. I'm like, holy, what the fuck happened here? Snow and cold and blizzard and wind and ice. And it all rolled. Because it was, last week was super nice. The snow, oh, yeah. Like the snow was melted off of, uh, off the, at the baseball stadium on Friday afternoon when I left work. And then it was done. And then today, I'm like, holy Christ, here we go again. No shit. Like uh, Jasper had a baseball tryout over at uh, Lloyd Nolan, and uh, they sent the kids outside, the pitchers outside, to warm up. And this was at five in the afternoon on a Saturday, so you know it's it was chilly, but they ain't sending kids outside to warm up at five five o'clock here right now. It <laughs> this morning, like you look out the window, it's like fuck, got a shovel again. And then I take the dog for a walk first, and like holy Christ. It was, it's uh, cold because it, there was a bit of a breeze and it was uh, decidedly unpleasant here in old uh, sunny southern LA. Yeah, it reminds us still uh, it's still hockey season. It's going uh, hockey season's off to uh, watch a great game last night. We'll get into that a little bit about some guys who uh, you forget played for certain teams, but there's been some uh, pretty decent hockey now that football's over and, and like uh, it's now it's just spring training baseball. And we don't uh, really care too much for basketball around here at the fourteen twenty land. But watching pretty decent hockey games over the weekend, and there's one kid that's kind of taking the league by storm. And I don't know if it's like I don't mind it. I don't know if uh, what his coconut's going to be like in a few years. But this Matt Rempe for the Rangers rookie, who's been has uh, been all, all the rage, and he's kind of reminds me of the guys back in the nineties and early two thousands, just taking on all comers and fighting, and not just little fights either. Like this guy's chucking knuckles, and he's having a he's having some success. He, he don't seem to be scared to uh, take on the heavy hitters in National Hockey League. Well, he's a monster of a man. I think he's six five, six six, and like yeah, he brings a load. And I think he got in a fight. Wasn't his first game that outdoor game with the Rangers and Islanders, and he, he yeah. picked that fight like two minutes into the game and held his own against a heavyweight. And now five, six games in his career, he's fighting it every other time. And and like we say, he's. He's he's not in a wrestling match uh, doing a couple rabbit punches to the chin. He's throwing bombs, and and the guys he's fighting are throwing these bombs back. It's it's great. Like I, I hope he doesn't hurt himself because this is the energy and and uh, old time hockey stuff that you and I both like. Um, I love a good fight, but I hope this kid doesn't punch himself out of the league before the year's over because he can't he can't fight at well, this pace yeah you can't think he can keep this pace up there's no doubt about that like I, I like it you just like you said you hope that he can his health and everything else doesn't get uh he doesn't get mush brain later on we, we've seen it so many so many of those guys back in the 80s and 90s who uh cte and everything else that happens i don't want to bring a a, a downplay to this but it uh no i i like it like it's a, a hockey fight and it brings some emotion to a rather emotionless game that most of the time you, you see this guy going it's on the highlights and people are excited and the funny thing is about like you can be here the the uh 
I don't want to say the social justice warrior when it comes to fighting, but we, we've even talked about that in our rage that like, um, like you, you wonder about these kids not, not fighting. And like, you, you wonder what, like 20, 30 years ago, all those guys were getting injured, but like still the old grit grinders, like me, me and yourself were like, you know what? This is pretty fun. This is fun to watch. And kids are talking about it. And you look in the, in the stadiums in the arenas, like people are on their feet. They're cheering like crazy. Like it was, but like it was back in 1980, 1990, people like a good fight. Uh, no, no matter what you, you go to a, a high school, people stand around to watch a good fight. Right, so it's just one of those things. People like a good scrap, no matter if it's verbal or uh, or uh, physical. People like a scrap, and they'll, and they'll stick around and watch. Oh, you bet! And and I don't know. Over the last two weeks, it seems fighting's really up. Like this uh, Rempy kid, obviously he's getting a lot of pub right now because he's brand new on the scene. But there was a fight the other night. I want to say in the Carolina game, and like there's. They're letting them throw now these days a little bit there more. There seems to be some emotion lately. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's great for the game. Like that, uh, like laughing about because we were me and Dan were talking about this exact same thing yesterday about this kid fighting all the time. And and uh, she remember she remembers back in the old Medicine Hat Tiger days, uh, back in when they were winning championships. They had a lot, a lot of tough guys as well. And like the questions like after the game when you, when you got home from your parents or the next day at school was uh, who won and were there any fights and nobody cared who won who won. It's just one of those things, right? So we're getting back into that kind of hockey again. It's been hockey's been really good. Like like that game last night, watching uh, Patrick Kane go back to Chicago and the retired cellos of Jersey. We'll get to that in half a second. That was a great, great little story last night with that hockey game. And um, man, oh man, that uh, that uh, that Chelios, he, uh, he 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 looks like he's, he can still go out there and play a little bit. Sixty-two. He's sixty-two years old. I don't know what he did, and he liked to get down. You heard stories about him back in the day, Yeah, how he liked to get down. But uh, also that he was a workout fiend, and uh, Elliot Friedman on the 32 Thoughts told of a story where uh, Chelios agreed to the interview, but uh, Friedman had to do it in the sauna because he liked to ride the exercise bike after a game in the sauna. And so Friedman had to pack his sweaty ass to get a couple questions. <laughs> Friedman wasn't exactly a uh, fitness fiend by any means, right? So, no, it's funny. The uh, Nash Hockey League season, it's got about 20 games, 25 games left. Everybody's got left. And uh, trade deadline's about a week and a half from now. Some pretty good races. And, the, like, all actuality, David, I'm, I'm not just saying this for content. There's four Canadian teams that actually have a pretty decent shot at maybe because I don't think there's a, a clear-cut favorite to win Stanley Cup this year by any by anyone, and uh, there's there's four Canadian teams right now that might break the uh, the 31 year drought that a Canadian-based team has won a Stanley Cup. You got the Toronto Maple Leafs who are on a bit of a heater right now, seven in a row, and they look really good on Saturday night against Colorado. And then the Winnipeg Jets, a little bit of a slide right now, but they're in, in second place in their division, uh, one point behind Dallas. Then you got uh, the, the Vancouver Canucks, who've just been unbelievable all year long. They they went on a little bit of a slide, lost three in a row, but then they won in overtime against the Bruins on what was it, on uh, Saturday night as well. And then, you, of course, you got the Edmonton Oilers, who are, are still 15 points behind, or no, 11 points behind uh, Vancouver, but they got five games in hand. So, like, but games in hand, really games in hand if you win them. It doesn't matter, right? So, but so you got four teams who have a legitimate actual, I think, have an actual shot at maybe getting to a cup final and maybe winning, winning the whole thing. First time since 93. What's your, any thoughts on that? It's good because, you know, like, um, as a Canadian fan, even though two of those franchises I can't fucking stand, 
It, it'll be good for uh, Canadian content. Uh, uh, the, like I said, it's, yes, I'd like to see the Stanley Cup uh, back north of the border. Yes, I would. But, you know, I, there's maybe I don't. It's gonna. It's, it's like one of those things. I've talked about it before. I don't know who I'm cheering for until I see the teams on the ice. And, and I, I developed a bit of a soft spot for the Toronto Maple Leafs because of my, my father-in-law and, and, and you. So I don't know how much my disdain. It, it's going to be interesting to see because it's not like the Leafs are playing any other team I like. So maybe I can, I can throw a little bit of emotion their way. I don't get like when the Leafs lose year in, year out, I'm, I'm upset for about as long as it takes me to get my, take my jersey off. And then I'm like, whatever. <laughs> you know, like I'm all right. That's it. Whatever. I like. I don't. I don't dwell on it. I don't. What if? I don't. I don't think about what ne- next year. I don't think about should have, could have, would have. I just like, all right. It's yeah. over. They they lost again. Maybe if they if they went deeper, like back in '93, '94, when they went to the conference finals, you, like you were like, son of a bitch. And that's that's 31 years ago now. 30 years ago, right? So, so yeah, the, when they lost to Gretzky and the Kings. Yeah, so yeah. you kind of get used to them not winning. So you're like, so you well, I'm not going to put myself through this fucking abysmal state of mind for for another season. Like you go, all right, well they lost, and try again next year. Like it's, uh, I don't get too worked up about that. And I saw you post something earlier on tonight on the uh, on the old Twitter machine that, that uh, super fans are they? Uh, what, how did you word it? <laughs> are are what are are they really? Uh, are super fans really super fans, or are they just in it to? Or they look at me, people. I think super fans to get to that level. Yeah, I get all this shit and everything else, but that was just for for memorabilia sakes. I think super fans are look at me, people. I think if you Call get it. that, I think if you get that worked up over a game that you have zero control over, you're looking for attention and you're a fucking idiot. Oh, fucking idiot! Like the the reason that maybe post that the the thing if you go to my Twitter feed it was the the Barrel Man from Broncos back in the day, and if you oh, don't yeah. know, just go to the thing. He wore a fucking big orange barrel with no shirt and suspenders. A, you can't fucking sit down. I don't know how you take a pass, right? So like you got those two things going. Well, for it well yeah, mm-hmm. I guess he get probably pissed in his boots. I I don't know. Um. And then uh, it just so happened not an hour before I saw that post, uh, Vancouver Canucks welcome back the Green Men. The Green Men, yeah. Jesus, fuck. It's, like, that's so tired and played. And those are great seats. Like, I don't know if that was a Vancouver plant. Like, if that's – like, I couldn't imagine how much – those tickets would be honestly, like, Four to six hundred bucks a piece. Probably six hundred, I, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking twelve hundred bucks to act a fool anytime one of the opposing team members is in the in the in the in the box, you know. And you know, I can do that without putting on a fucking green suit, unless you got a good job and you're just trying to be an asshole. The right? thing like about that, Dave, about the, about those, if I have the two seats that aren't represented the penalty box, if I have the two seats just over. And those guys were acting like that. I was like, "Can you get can you get money back?" Yeah. Like, and this isn't old man get off my lawn. Like, this isn't like they're they're running, jumping up and down, and like fucking climbing. And like, I just want to watch the fucking game. I pay for these seats. Can you please n- d- don't? Like, you I, don't. I, I completely agree. Right. 
Don't. Like, I'm all for having a good time. Don't. Like, I love having a good time, and I love entertainment, and I love the whole thing. But if, if usually when you, it, unless you're a season ticket holder, you usually don't get those seats very often, right? It's a one-off thing, whatever it might be. And then, and actually, even if you're a season ticket holder, you're like, I paid fucking 30 grand or whatever it might be for these seats. And I got to put up with this? Like if, if, it's, it's like, if, if, if it's a one, it used to be every game, but if it's a one-off, it's one-off on Saturday night, okay, well, I can forgive it. But if, it, if that's my one chance where I get to sit in those seats and I got these two Spider-Man-looking motherfuckers crawling all over me, I'd be a little disappointed. I mean, we did, unless they're nice guys, you know, and then maybe they only get the pub when there is a penalty on the, on the uh, opposing team, on the visiting yeah. team. Maybe. I do not know. But, you know, these guys are all professionals, the guys in the box. They're not bothered by it. They probably get a bit of a kick out of it, right? Um, I would rather, I myself, would be just beaking at them through the cracks in the glass. That's what I do and then and, and try and get under his skin that way. But, you know, when you're making a fool of yourself like that, you're making a fool for the cameras. You want people to see how good you are. You want to see how, how, how hard you're cheering for the Canucks. And it, it is so typical Canucks that this is their fucking most recognizable fans to jackasses in, in head to toe green suits. Right. Like, fuck. What losers. Those yeah, guys I, are losers. I, uh. I whatever. I mean, I, I thought it was funny for the first time they did ten years ago, whatever it was. Correct. Was like, yeah. All right. Okay. It's yeah. I, I wouldn't want that beside me, game in, game out, personally. But some people might like that shit. And they, I don't know. It's just it's weird to me. Dave, I'll ask you this question: out of out of the four teams that I mentioned earlier, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Vancouver, and Toronto, uh, which actually let's start with the uh, the the team that you least want. To uh, to win a Stanley Cup out of those four, uh, I think I, I, I well I think I might know the answer just from the way you you, you talked about maybe having your your, your father in law um, maybe see his see his team win a Stanley Cup and then like the way you're talking about the Green Men in Vancouver I think I know your answer already but uh, what uh, what team out of the four Canadian ones that are probably making the playoffs out of those four uh, which one do you do you not like you do not want them to win a cup this year and why the, the 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 leader by a fairly significant margin are our neighbors on the west coast vancouver canuck fan is the worst fan they they're the most myopic fan and those fucking idiots riot whether they win or fucking lose so i i'd like for the for the safety of the city of vancouver i hope you lose in the first round because if you lose in the fucking final uh, Stanley cup finals you're going to burn your fucking city down. You're three for three on that. So don't fucking tell me you're not. It'll be different this time. And maybe we won't. No, fuck off, Vancouver. Like you guys, I, I you guys can never win it because A, you'll never shut up about it. And B, I want you to not burn your city down. Well, a public service announcement for the 1420 podcast. Um, it's, I agree. Like I, they just don't stop. Like they just don't stop pumping their own tires out there on the West coast. And not that Leafs fans don't, but like, like we'll talk, we're talking about Vancouver here. They ha- like, they actually, they've been to the finals, what, 2011, 94 and 82. So in there, and they think, think they came in the league in 1970, I think it was. So in that, in that time frame, they really haven't done five eights of fuck all. 
Like really in the big, big picture thing. They, they got all, three Stanley Cup losses to their credit. Yeah. So and that's not really anything to really like. It's more than I have, but it's not in the right home about in, on the big picture things. And they mm-hmm. haven't. And they, they, you know, they've had some pretty. That's some pretty bleak days in the '80s where they weren't very good. But they were playing in some pretty good smite divisions, obviously with the Oilers and the Flames and the Winnipeg Jets back then. And then you look at what they they've done. And just the way they've kind of handled their business the last five or six years, they haven't really been very effective. They've got a very good hockey team right now, but and I, I, it's not the players' now fault that the that the fans are uh, kind of douche nozzly. I guess it's not their fault at all, but it's just that uh, that arrogance that I think that Leaf or that uh, Canuck fans have it drives me a little bit nuts too. It, it it actually I don't know what it is. It it drives me a little bit bonkers the, the way they. Uh, the way they tout themselves for whatever reason. It must be something in the, in the air and the like, so for Americans in the Pacific Northwest, like, you know, Seattle Seahawks fans, I think are cut from the exact same fucking cloth. Like maybe if you don't see the sun for eight months of the year, then, then it gets you that little bit of um, inferiority complex, but Jesus Christ, like, get a Vancouver Canuck fan and a Seattle Seahawks fan to start talking shit. It's the same. It's the same person. It's it's the same person, and I it, it'd be kind of good now because now you got some Kraken fans in there. So now, I would imagine the Americans are no longer cheering for the Canucks; they're cheering for the Krakens. Get those two fan bases against each other in that whole fucking little peninsula on the Pacific coast might go up in flames. If a team moved to our area, I mean, we are we have one just two hours away from us. But let, let's say if a team moved to Lethbridge, just for sake conversation, if they, we got an NHL team or a Major League Baseball team or whatever, are you uh, are you instantly a fan of that team where like they gotta win your heart a little bit? Because I because like, we're we're old, like it's not sugarcoated here. Like I I don't think I could just change allegiance to for, for my fifty years of fandom just because a new team was uh, in in my backyard. I'd be a supporter and a fan, but I'd have my primary. But then, you know, considering I'm divorced from the Oilers, even though I do like of, of the four teams, that would be the one I would want to win the cup. Um, it, it, it's it's kind of funny because when you do go to a Flames game, especially if you have the opportunity to go to an original six, um, regarding you see you'll see a lot of Detroit jerseys. You'll see a lot, like especially. Um, Montreal or Toronto, it's like 50-50 cuz the old boys are are there cheering for the team that they cheered for when they grew up. Um uh there's always a lot of Bruins fans, there's always a lot of Red Wing fans, there's always a lot of Blackhawk fans. And and that I, I would imagine these these fans that are cheering for the Blackhawks, the original Sixers, um they they are Flames supporters and they want the Flames to do well. But it's kind of fun to see the team that they cheered for as a kid, as an adult, yeah. if that makes sense. No, I, when I, I say an adult, like I mean a 50, 60-year-old man now. Like you're not, you're not getting after it, but you are putting on a jersey because that's what people do now. You don't put on your fucking suit and tie and your bowler hat and, ha- and then smoke in the stands, right? Like when you see those pictures from the back, back in the day. I actually miss those days when you used to watch the old games at the Forum in Montreal. and, the, and, and Everybody started. had a tie and on. You go, you go back way a long time ago to baseball games back in the 60s. World Series games, or even just regular season games, if people people were dressed up, it was an event to go to a game. Now you got people jerseyed up, fucking face paint. It's just different. Like it's not it's not worse. It's just different. 
big titties behind the coaches, eh, with uh, businesses on it. That's one of the the funniest. Uh, that's good marketing, uh, Dave. That's gorilla good gorilla marketing, marketing right? Because <laughs> it's been like four or five years in a row. There's been a or one or two games where they got some big titty with a with a bail bondsman shirt on behind yeah. them. Chico's behind the coach. bail bonds from the bad news bears. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas back in the day, honestly, you look at these these pictures in from the, the old forum in Maple Leaf Garden, a ninety percent men. Yeah. ninety uh, percent of those ninety percent have a collared shirt and a tie and a suit jacket on. Yeah. And, 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 and a hat. And then like and then ten percent of those people were fucking smoking in their seats watching this shit. Right. Fuck and everybody's you. just like stoic. Like how much were the, were you cheering and stuff like that? I don't know. You wonder if you walked into a rink like that today, what kind of look you would get guys our age. Like, who the fuck's this guy? Would he loosen up? <laughs> Trust me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the game, right? I'm way looser than you'll ever be, man. Like, if you're wearing a jersey, got your face painted, I guarantee you're going to get way more revved up about this game than I am. Yeah, you know, even in the suits that, uh, that, that have their box and go, like, they come from work, whether it be a lawyer, an accountant, a CPA, whatever, it doesn't matter. They're fucking. If they still have a tie on, it's loose, and they got the top button undone. They're like they're they're relaxing, but like I, I didn't have time to change. So number back three in the on day. your Dave, number three, like number four is the Canucks. Number three on your list of teams you don't want to win the cup in Canada of the four teams we project to be a playoff teams. This is a toss up between the Winnipeg Jets and the uh, Leafs. The Leafs, I have the long. Standing hatred for but um like i said my father-in-law it would be kind of cool to see him enjoy a leafs victory it really would and so by the slimmest of margin and because i love my father-in-law i'm gonna say i would rather so the jets would be number three really the jets, the jets. Because I don't, ca- I don't care about the Jets. Like these, this, this um, version of the Jets, I don't really give a fuck about um, those old ha- ha- Howard Chuck, Pokey Reddick, um, Carlisle, Kachuk, Timo Solani. I like that Jet team. This Jet team really has no. This Jet team right? is actually the Atlanta Thrashers. Yeah, exactly. Right. So there's no, there's no, there's nothing there. Um, the hometown fans are are not really supporting him right now. And yeah, there is there is some talk that they're not in they're not in desperation mode by any means, but things better pick up. Yeah, exactly. And then they play in the smallest rink in the in the league and and in the smallest TV market in professional sports history. Like it's ridiculously small TV market. There's no national following. It's 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 a tough road to hoe. Um, so even though like if, if this was the original version of the the, the Phoenix Coyotes win the big Jets, that would be I would prefer that. But I because of recency, not recent. Yeah, I guess like in the last fifteen to twenty years of what's happened with those two franchises, and my softening of the lease and. You know, all the players I hated back in the day are gone, long gone. They're not in management either. Like, you know, it's kind of funny, all the management that they got running that Leafs team, none of them are former Leafs. Shanahan was not. No, he wasn't. You're right. No. Yeah. 
Like, like because, Wendell Clark's in the alumni and things like that, but yeah. Yeah, he just kisses babies and doesn't pay for drinks for a day, right, yeah. when he comes in. So, um, you know, I'm going to say, Vancouver, I don't want you to win the most. Jets, I don't want you to win second. I I would, I, I'd rather see the, fuck, I'd rather see the Jets win one for the people of Winnipeg, because whatever they were one like they get the, they get a briar now and then and what's her name jennifer jones going to the scotties now and then with the women's curling and the odd gray cup rolls through there but they never really won anything and the, so that like for me just just for that reason i'd rather see the jets win because they got a they got a, a, a like they're they're dedicated fan base i have some relatives out there and that's where my dad's originally out, 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 out winnipeg land out from there kind of sort of and uh yeah I kind of would rather see them win than than my other than the other two, just for the, the the sake that they haven't had a chance. And they got a good hockey team, like they got a really good hockey team for a lot of years, and they just haven't been able to do anything. So maybe maybe so maybe they're not that good, but uh, to to see the city of Winnipeg win something because it's a uh, it's a pretty. Uh, She's she's a pretty destitute land. I don't know if you've, you've ever spent a uh, January ever oh, in, in Winnipeg, but I remember out there 1992. It was uh, about this time back in 92. It was uh, it was some kind of cold, and uh, so there's not a lot to, lot to go on to cheer about in Winnipeg. So I'd rather see them win than than the uh, the Leafs, the Oilers. I, they're a little higher up on my list, but that's just one of those things. I, you know, and, and like I say, like the the fans of the Leaf fan are going to be insufferable more so, and and that's going to be painful for me to take. But once again, this is this is purely out of uh, the love and the respect because uh, my father in law is getting up there, and he he really fucking loves that team, and uh, it'd be it'd be well, kind of cool. Deanne Deanne's family's uh, like her her brother and father and or and her her father and her. The family and the things and the stuff, and they, they're, they, they love their Leafs. There's no getting around that. Just, I don't think. See, I don't think Leaf fans, if and when, or when and if, however you want to word it, more of an if, if they ever win one, I don't think they're stupid enough to brag about it the way Canuck fans would. I think that I think that that that, that Toronto fans will be a, a massive sigh of release of relief some somewhat like when the cub the cubs won the world series back in in 2016 exactly that was the comparison i was thinking about like that's in my what, head that's because 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 the, the leaf fans have been laughed at a lot and they know that okay if they finally if they finally fall into one that there's been some misery for a long time i don't think they're bragging especially I with think, this go ahead sorry sorry especially with this version of the team you know, finally, last year, finally, finally, we won a fucking series. Yeah. Finally. And then, and then get blown out the next round. And then so their expectations are tempered enough that they're not going to shoot their mouths off. No, I think they'll be. They'll, they're, they'll no, be, they're not. They'll be I, so, I, I, I think there'll be a parade, but I think the, there's enough. And the thing is, there's enough old time fans. Like they've been around for a long time. Like you're like your like your father-in-law and, and, and mine as well. Uh, that have been around for a long time. I don't think that they'll be popping off. Like they'll no, be, they'll be just... excited. They'll be, they'll be, because, because like the Leafs are one of those generational teams, right? Like the the the, the, the kids liked it. The grandkids, the, the fathers, the grandfathers, the great grandfathers, and so they haven't seen a bunch of success since 1967. So it's not like the, like 1908 or whatever it was with with the Cubs, but 
it's I, I think that they would be respectful, excited. I don't think anybody's going, ah, fuck, we did this, we're the best. They're like, oh, fuck. They'd be relieved. I think there'd be a sigh of relief across across Canada because there's Leaf fans out right across Canada. For just, sure, because that that's like, the longest streak in in the NHL right now because this that was original six time, right? Yeah. And then so... They haven't done fuck all since uh, they, they, they went past six all. teams. Yep. They're, you know, Vegas has more than them and uh, Vegas has been in the league for four years. The yeah. Oilers have, you know, since whatever. And, and the Leafs were a powerhouse back in the 60s, right? They won um, five and seven years. But, like, but you know, all that, all I know, the only reason I know that is because that's what the history books tell me. I read that read that in Al- Almanac. I've never seen the Leafs. I've never seen the Leafs play in a Stanley Cup final. I don't know if they've been to the final since 67. No. Nope. I really don't. It was all when I was my first memories of Stanley Cup hockey was always the Montreal Canadiens against uh, Boston Bruins. That was my first memory, and then um, the Islanders and the Oilers, and then the Islanders and the Oilers. Yeah, and then you know, like how many expansion teams have won? Like Tampa's won. Florida's been to two um, since uh, since that time. Buffalo's been in cups. Everybody's like been there at least licked the jar and the Leafs haven't even licked the fucking jar they got a pretty good team right now like they're they're, they're rolling a little bit right now they're like, rolling and, since and, it's o'reilly and, and you yeah. got and, and you got and you got matthews might get 75 76 goals this year that's uh that's quite the accomplishment he's a he's a he's a do you hit your wagon to a guy like that though like i can you do it in the playoffs it's just different they got some gritty guys though they picked up i i, I like that team but there's the goaltending it scares me a little bit but you just just you gotta have a decent goaltender. You don't gotta have a great goaltender. Have a decent goaltender. Well, yeah, it depends on the style of play and however how everybody's getting along and pulling in the same thing. I, I think this Leafs team believe in each other. Like in retrospect, this O'Reilly's suspension might be the best thing to ever happen to him, right? Yeah. Like, and now they know they can do it without him, and now he clearly makes them a better team. Yeah. And. It's 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 interesting because they do have the mojo rolling right now, but we're still a month away from playoffs. Too. I always worry about streaks, um, at at this point in the season because like, yeah, it's great. Like like the Oilers won seventeen or, or sixteen or whatever it was. They're losing again tonight two one as we, we're we're recording this here, but they're, they're they've lost three out of their last five and or three or three in a row and they're they're, they're kicking a little bit. Like uh, streaks worry me if you hit them at the wrong point of the year. Because that's what the play—that's what a playoff run is. It's a streak, right? So yep. if you if you go on a, on a streak too soon and you and then you stumble into the playoffs, uh oh, uh oh, then what, right? So I you just worry about that a little bit with the with the Leafs or anything else. But they, they got a good hockey team. They I mean they're they're I mean, they have the high priced talents. They better be. But I, I don't know. I hope I, I I don't know if they'll get it done this year. But uh, so I'm assuming you're going to go with the number one for the Edmonton Oilers to win the Stanley Cup of all the teams. That uh, you're you're in the, the Canadian four, even even though we are divorced, they are the mother of uh, of of uh, five five Stanley Cups of mine. So um, I was uh, we were we were in love, and and it was young love, and it was great, and and uh, and even though they did me wrong uh, towards the um, the early two thousands, I still uh, harbor feelings for them, and if if. If push comes to shove, that's the team I am gonna I am gonna cheer for. I'm not gonna don the jersey. I'm not gonna paint my face. 
I'm not going to fucking put a pocky puck on my head and get kicked out of Northlands Coliseum. Puckhead. Puckhead. I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> the Oilers, the Oilers is still the team that I want to, I want to see win. What would it take you to, uh, let's say a group of guys like Niners and Oilers guys. Actually, you know what? Let's say we're going to go Niners. He's an Oilers guy. Big, big time. Mike Davis, friend of the show. He's on last couple weeks ago there. And, uh, let's say he's having a soiree out at the, uh, out of the ranch at 1139 out there. And uh, he's having a shaker for an Oilers Stanley Cup final game four. They're clinching that night. And he said that he wouldn't, but he, but he says something along the lines of wear your jersey, blah, 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 party, blah, blah, blah. Would you don a jersey? I'd bring it. Or would you, get a, that? Or, or would you, or would you go to Jersey City and get yourself a jersey? Like a t- the t-shirt deal. No, fuck that. I would never do that. I still have an Oilers jersey. It's not like I burned anything. Oh, you didn't get rid of it? No, why would I get rid of it? I'm not a, I'm not a moron. Once, I almost said once, a bad word. See, once I, I, I broke up with a girl or what back in the day, I would throw pictures away. Like, fuck it, I'm done. Oh, pictures of ex-girlfriends? Yo, those are gone. They've been, pictures, they've been, gone, they've been letters, shat on gone, this, yeah. gone. Oh, fuck all off. that kind of shit is gone. Fuck off like and a, stay yeah. fucked off. Yeah. No, I have a. Do you know where they are? Jer- oh yeah, I know exactly where it's hanging. Like I'd be able to to put it up here. You in, know exactly on, where Kaylee put it in a box underneath the stairs. No, it's, a- <laughs> it's no, it's it's actually it's actually hanging in uh in a, in a corner of our closet. Like I have a couple things like All just right. yeah, and it's one of the dark blue ones. I love I love that dark blue jersey. I think I. I really like that. Like that's from the Bobo Dark Doug Wade era, right? I love those teams. Yeah, I love like they they weren't a, they, they they won a couple of rounds in two years. But they, yeah, they, the they ones that struck. Watch. Yeah, they beat Detroit one year and they beat uh, Dallas one year. And with Joseph in that. Yeah, well, Colorado, then, not, not 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 Detroit, be Colorado. Yeah, 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 and then like yeah, so like like I mentioned a couple episodes ago when I was going to those games. Uh, every year in the playoffs, it was either Colorado or Detroit. And that's when I kind of fell in love with um, both Sackick and Forsberg. Those guys were so fucking good. So yeah. fucking good. And the Oilers just couldn't match that, uh, a team like that. And that's why Chicago won. Oh, sorry. Colorado won two out of three in that in that little span there. Um. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I might blow the dust off, take it off, put a little fucking spray loads for breeze on it, and if uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I promise you this, I will wear it for every clinching game of the Oilers this playoff season. So none. There you go. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's interesting to, to watch it. Playoff time, like in Canada, everybody gets like the first round. The first round of playoffs. We'll, well, obviously, we'll talk about it in two months when it first happened. But the first round of the NHL playoffs is the best in sports. And I don't, I, I and that's not just Canadian bias. The, there's the, there's eight rounds and fucking teams, and they go six, seven games most times. It's great to watch upsets across the board. Excuse me. It's the I think it's the best in sports, and then it kind of dwindles a little bit, 
And it goes the intensity, on. yeah, like there's there's like, nothing you, you more. Can't, there's you nothing. can't keep that intensity up. There's no way. And then injuries play a part, and yeah. then and then cold tending plays a part, right? It's it's so rare. Four games and it's over. And you know, and like we reg- mentioned that earlier as well, too. Like maybe they should short sh- shorten that first round to a best of five just to preserve the health and fucking energy of these players because <laughs> you can't you can't play that hard that long. Flying across the country back and forth. It's not like they're flying fucking commercial or riding a fucking train or anything, but still, like, just... But still, me. right. And that's what happened to Florida, right? They ran out of gas, and Kachuk got hurt, and and then once your driver, you know, and, and like, and where are your injuries, and who's going to step up? You know, if passengers get hurt, that's one thing, but if drivers get hurt, that's a totally different thing. Uh, so out of the... Okay, so out of the four, that's who you want to win. We got that. I want, you, you I want, want the others to win, and then the Leafs. Then Winnipeg, and then Vancouver. By a country mile. Like, I'll like, cheer, I'll, like I'll cheer act, for it. Like you actually have Rick Tockett voodoo dolls. You want them to lose so badly. Exactly. And I love Rick Tockett, too. And that's the problem. So or I do Elias Pettersson or whoever. Or Jack yeah, Hughes but or no, whoever. it's the fan base more than anything. It's the fan base. I just can't deal with fucking Vancouver fan base. So, so whatever, whatever the, the mascot Orca's name, we'll put some fucking pins in that guy, make him a voodoo doll. Yeah, it's yeah. dependent on who they play in the finals. But, like, you know, there are a couple American teams I would cheer for before. I'd cheer for the Rangers before uh, before I cheered for Vancouver. I, I, think cheer I, would for- che- I think I would cheer for every – all four of those teams – with no vesting interest other than the Leafs and the Oilers. Winnipeg, I'd cheer for him. Vancouver, I'd cheer for him. I wouldn't have a vesting interest. Like, I'm not, I'm not setting the, I'll still watch a Yankee game before I'm turning on the, I'll have, I got four TVs down here. So the Yankee game will be on the big TV and then the fucking Stanley Cup final with the, the Jets and the, the one with the, the, the sound Devils. on. Yeah, yeah. It's on a different one, right? Yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah, I'd, I'd watch, but I don't know if I'd watch, but, I, I definitely keep tabs, but you know, there's there's American franchises I would definitely cheer for before I cheered for the Canucks. It doesn't mean that much to me. They're all they're like every team is fifty percent Canadians anyway, so well, it's not more like so. Yeah, there's more than that. But uh, yeah. out of the four, who do you think right now on the twenty sixth of February has the uh, the best chance of actually winning the Stanley Cup? I would say probably Vancouver's been so hot this entire year. I don't know if they can can do it. They have the goaltending. They have the best goaltending. Um, well, Vancouver and Winnipeg both have the best goaltending. And so on that measure, I'm going to say. Both American kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that ironic? Demko and Hellebuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say probably, I'm going to say Winnipeg. I'm going to say Winnipeg because I think Hellebuck's better than uh, Demko and I don't want Vancouver to win. Yeah. Hellebuck's uh, Vancouver's got some players. They, they really, they really, really do. And they, uh, they, they're, they're going to get themselves into a spot where they can sit some guys here and there. Uh, to oh, Cause they're play. dominating. Yeah. They're really yeah. good. Vancouver's really good. 
And I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how much faith I have in Vancouver just because that's where they are. And, and, and Patterson, I don't know if I trust him in the playoffs, and and just that's how it goes. And I, I like JT Miller, but I just, uh, you know, I, I just don't know. Le- Oilers just tied it up, dry sidled with his 9,000th goal of the year. So, uh, yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting to watch how it's all gonna play out down the uh, down the road. It's uh, hockey's getting interesting again. Maybe because we're just watching a little bit more, but it's getting interesting. Seems to be a little bit little bit of grit in the game for some reason lately. And it, and it's cool, you know, and and that's one of the things too, right? Like when we get to the Stanley Cup semifinals, it's gonna be back. Well, I, I guess it could work out with a wild card, but it like Vancouver and Edmonton are gonna play in the second round, right? Yeah. Like it used and to be, so, right? Like it used to yeah. be that way too, right? The, the best teams would just match because you'd have the what was it? The uh, there was the the Smythe the, the division, no, the Smythe, the Norris, the the Adams, yeah, Smythe, Norris, Adams. Oh, come on, Dave, you're better. The than Norris? This. Did we say Norris? I said Norris, Smythe, okay, Adams, Smythe, Norris, Norris, Adams, Quincy, um, no, Adams, Norris. Oh jeez, I'm sorry. This is gonna I bother, though, I, I uh, uh, yeah, don't, oh, you don't, you can't remember it either. I'm not googling it either. Oh, no, neither am I. Well, well, think about it. Wait, I gotta stop thinking about it, and then I'll think it. I'll, I'll think about it. Smythe, Clancy, King Clancy. No, no, that was a trophy. Because the Smythe the, was um, the, the Flames. The Norris was the uh, the the the. Leafs. Was the Detroit, Chicago. The, the Adams. Was the uh, like the, the the Canadians and the Bruins, and it was and the Camel Con- the Patrick the, Cam- the Patrick the Patrick division, division yeah. And the Patrick the division Cam- had the had the had uh, the, the Islanders and the Rangers and the Flyers, the Patrick. And, that was that was done with no googling. Trust me, for those not watching on YouTube, there was no googling. Me and Dave were are, are smoke coming out of our ears. And it was the Campbell Conference versus the Wales Conference. Yes. It was in East West. It was Campbell and Wales, and that's, that's right. how the All Star Game was too. Yeah. No. It's better with Wales. Yeah. When the when the Norris just the Snorris. The Snorris division. Right, because Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Calgary beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. And then you'd get to whoever won the Norris and it would be a a a six gamer with like honestly eight two games. Like Edmonton just Oh Christ would just because I remember just, they were playing Chicago back in the day, and they just kicked the liver <laughs> shit out of Chicago. <laughs> Fucking Darren Pangs and that, just getting oh, lit and up. And Eddie Belfar kind of gave him a little respectability, but then it was just like he could only make 82 saves a game, right? Yeah. You're still going to let in four. No, it should be it was, fun to uh, see all that play out. No, I hope a Canadian team gets the finals at least, but the problem is is that three of those four teams we just mentioned are all in the Western Conference. Yeah, so... Yeah, well, so I guess by by that kind of logic, three of the three of the eight teams that make it out of the West are going to be Canadian teams. So maybe if the who knows if Winnipeg can hold on. Well, what's crazy I, I did, about that, Dave, is is that like we uh, in Canada, it would be ratings bonanza for CBC and for Sportsnet. But in the states, if they're if the Leafs are playing the fucking Canucks. Or the Leafs are playing the Oilers in the finals. There ain't nobody watching. If Winnipeg plays, if uh, like if Winnipeg, if Winnipeg is playing the Leafs, no one's watching. If Winnipeg, like nobody. If Winnipeg, you might you might you might get people watching McDavid because they know who he is. But yeah. 
average Joel hockey fan, they it's not even on at the fucking Yankee Tavern North in the Bronx or Yankee Tavern in the, in the Bronx. That 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 game is not on TV if, if if it's fucking if it's Winnipeg and anybody. Winnipeg, Carolina. Nobody's like, watching. Gary Batman would just take his cyanide pill and take a the nap. The fix would be in. <laughs> hey, if, I, if it came down to old Jerry Batman would be sitting there, fuck, if it came down to, oh boy. Really? Yeah. Winnipeg's up three games to one. They aren't winning. We're going to make sure this is happening. Because that would be that just would a, be a wreck. Awful. That would be awful. Like, I don't know what the Carolina the, the, the TV thing is, is. We can't even watch Winnipeg games on a consistent basis here in Canada because it's blacked out on TSN. So that's why, like, my... my care, no, because they're, they're a, TSN, a TSN team. So, oh, okay. so, so, they're, so their home games don't get played. You get okay. the odd one here and there, but it's like... So we don't even get to watch games from Winnipeg. It's not like I'm traveling to fucking Winnipeg in fucking February to watch them play. They're blacked out. Yeah. Yeah, no one's doing a roadie there, right? Like, even from fucking Calgary, I don't know if there's a direct flight. You might have to stop in fucking Moose Jaw. There's just... <laughs> Regina. <laughs> a fucking 20-minute layover from Regina. It would up. be... Yeah, it would be... Like, maybe the North Dakota people would be happy. I don't know if the North Dakotans... Um, I don't know if they support the Jets or if they support the... Um, Minnesota the, Wild. The Wild. But nonetheless, it's... That would be a, a ratings. What's the, uh, you know, it's a ratings bonanza. What's the opposite of a bonanza? Disaster. Famine. It would be a ratings disaster. It would be 40 years. Well, it would be like, well, seven games in the desert for the NHL. Just get this over with because I can't bear to see these fucking numbers anymore. Spons oh, would that out. be? Oh, <laughs> Christ. It would be awful. NBC's like, did we paid for this? We paid for this? Or TNT or whoever. Well, it's great hockey, but no one is watching. No watching. Nobody's watching. So, like, they would put on the end. Uh, they would they would schedule it against um, the Frozen Four if they could. just so There would be a disclaimer. Yeah. The, 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 the cities you are about to watch are real cities. Are real is. cities. We, they, they're not falsified by any means. There, it is a place called Winnipeg. And they did catch a, a plane from Regina. <laughs> if the Winnipeg did win and you went to the, the Stanley Cup parade, you know what you would need more than beer? Off. 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 Mosquitoes <laughs> bigger than fucking pterodactyls. That's a thing. They're the fucking bugs birds. in Win Manitoba, they, they, they pick up small children and they fly them and drop them in the lake. It, 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 it's unbelievable. <laughs> It's unbelievable. It I remember going to Manitoba as a kid. Like I said earlier, my, that's where my dad's originally from. And the, the mosquitoes and the, the black flies. and Oh, huge. It's gross. There's water laying everywhere. I think Minnesota is the land of 10,000 lakes. Uh, when it, uh, Manitoba must be the land of a million fucking lakes. Because my, my father as well is from... Uh, um, Winnipeg, uh, the Melita Brandon area there yeah. in the in the south southwest corner of the province, and we went there as kids, and then they people oh. had places on the lake, and like so the lake it's more swampy, sluey than anything, and fuck you go out there, you come back with leeches and a million fucking oh, things, fuck. it's just like Jesus Christ, it ain't a fucking lake, like it's it's 
whatever. It was summer. It was water. We were on a boat, but like Christ, we had a lot of mosquito bites back in the day. Horrible. Fuck. There's water in the ditches everywhere, and like, and, and you know, even though. Um, it was never happening when I was there. Every time in the news, like every third year, the fucking place would flood. The Red, the Red, Red River. Red River flood. Yeah. <laughs> really? This place is flooding again? Oh, All these farmers. Oh, news yeah, at 11. Fuck. Why are you even planting fucking seeds? Like make a fucking fish farm and maybe keep some of this water or something like that. <laughs> the like, Red Jesus River. Jesus Christ. The Red River flood every oh, fucking year. Every year. Every year, people kept living on sandbags. Why take them down? Yeah, yeah, just build a goddamn wall. Like, like Jesus Christ, dig it now. Dig the foundation now while it's soft, because you just got flooded for the eighth year in, in the last ten. Fuck. Anyways, here we go. Here's our Stanley Cup predictions. Our roasting of Canada. Apparently, we hate Canada. But anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beers first, talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save for 20 bucks on your first purchase over there at SeatGeek. Yeah, that's... Uh, bring your life to server and bring off. If Winnipeg if, gets there... If Winnipeg gets to the, the, the Stanley Cup Finals... You need your life preserver. You need some off because uh, you need it's, flood, off. it's flood season and mosquito season. And mosquitoes, it's always like if it's if it's the snows off the ground, it's mosquito season. Oh, just horrible, horrible. They say the coldest place in Canada is the corner of Portage and Maine. There's been songs written about that corner. I uh, I've been there. 1992. There was a little situation. Not a situation. We had a good time. It's uh, we weren't supposed was to it? be there, but it was it was cold. It was cold. <laughs> it was just like it was this time. It was February twenty something. Like I, I'll, I'll find it somewhere. Mom has an old, one of those old scrapbooks from back in the uh, back in the day. What your arrest report? No, no, no. We never got arrested. <laughs> never got arrested. We ran fast, but yeah. Anyways, fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Righteous Felon Jerky. Go to RighteousFelon.com for the best in craft jerky and use promo code BELLYUP to get 15% off at checkout over there at Righteous Felon Jerky. Uh, two thumbs up approved by Dave Van Robes. Yeah, the jerky. I still got some. Uh, we've been uh, when you when you get a specialty product like this, I don't I don't snow through it. So we've been we've been just ticking away at it, enjoying everything, and and it's 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 a quality product. And I and I I strongly suggest anyone who likes beef, uh, what are, what do we call the uh, beef nitrate products? Fucking get some Righteous Brothers, 100. Righteous Felons. Righteous sorry. Felon. The Righteous yeah. Brothers, they didn't lose that love and feeling with their jerky. <laughs> no, they found it again. They found it again. 
Dave, uh, like I said earlier on, when I was watching that uh, Chicago Blackhawks game last night against the uh, the Detroit Red Wings, Patrick Kane uh, homecoming going back to Chicago. First time since he got traded over there and three Stanley Cups and on and on. Detroit legend, obviously, that he's going to uh, uh, always get his uh, jersey rathed up to the raft or raise up the rafters there at United Center when it's all said and done. But uh, one thing that made me laugh, and I don't know if it's just to myself, I, you know, sometimes you you get thinking or you, you forget about things, but a guy that I, for, that, uh, I forgot, and, now just hear me out, I because he had such a good career after he left Chicago. I forgot that Chelios played in Chicago, and they're raising his jersey to the rafters. I because he had such a great career, two Stanley Cups, two or three cups in Detroit. I was like, oh yeah, Chelios was in Chicago for quite a long time, and he kind of has a Hall of Fame career by playing for the Blackhawks. Like and was, that's I, I, I forgot. I, I I totally forgot about because he he played in in Detroit at the end of his career for seven or eight years, two cups, on and on it goes. I I totally forgot that he played in that, that he played for the Blackhawks. Cause I, I remember and, him when he first came in the league in with, with Montreal, Norris Trophy, with them, yeah. and went on and on 86. I think it was, he won a cup there that year. Yeah. I, I, I totally, I, he had a hall of fame career in Chicago and I totally forgot. And he's a Chicago boy. I don't know if you yeah. listened to, I just, I just saw a thing of a speech. He said the best day of my life was, uh, of his, uh, as a hockey player was, uh, when he got traded from Montreal to Chicago. And, um, yeah, he played, I, I looked him up too. And, and, uh, so he played, Jesus Christ, that kid played kid. That man played forever. I think six years in Montreal, eight years in Chicago and seven years in Detroit. Do you know? And then I, you know, I did look it up today and, uh, where did Chris Chelios play his last professional game as wearing what Jersey? I want to say it was either the Atlanta Thrashers or the Chicago Wolves of the AHL. No, it was. Or uh, the Motor City, City Mechanics in Detroit. <laughs> As a minor leaguer. No, it was his last game in the NHL. He was a member of the Atlanta Thrashers. Crazy. And I, and I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Like, what? Like, because the Thrashers were only around for like two, three years. Like they didn't last oh, very long I, at all. It, it, no, it was ten. No. Oh yeah, Bufflin, Kane. They were uh, Bufflin. Ray Ferraro Kane, was there. The draft expansion draft. Heatley played there. Yeah, right? he, he was there. Yeah, like so they. I I gotta guess. You know, you when you think that that how much. Time and effort Gary Bettman is doing to keep Arizona in Arizona. I gotta think he he gave you when you start a team, you gotta give them ten years. No, you took their money. I don't know how that works, but but like yeah, like because Heatley got in that car wreck and then he was gone. Kovalchek was there too, so they had some they had some they had some forwards. So I don't know. Who they have in that Norm Miracle? <laughs> yeah. Remember Normie Miracle, Saskatoon Blade fucking alum. Normie in a thousand Miracle. years, I would not. I never would have guessed Norman Miracle. As Norm a, as Miracle, Calgary, Alberta product. He was played for the uh, Calgary Buffaloes, and he went to Saskatoon Blades. 
tune it around if you play for the uh, Red Wings. And I don't know why I know this. I have no idea. And then he fucking ended up with the uh, with the uh, Atlanta Thrashers. Norm. He must be around your age or something like that. That uh, around that there, yeah, 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 yeah. Norm Miracle. Yeah, Good it's group. funny. Out of all those players from the Atlanta Thrashers, the only one in the league, uh, Zach Bogosian was uh, a D man. I think no. I may be wrong there, but Evander Kane, I think, is the only one of the notables that was there. Because for sure, Kovalchek and Heatley were there. Yeah. The uh, the funny thing about like you, you say like you forget about guys who played in certain places and like I I, I, I like once I remember that Chelios played there. I remember Chelios played there, obviously, because he's a Hall of Fame guy. Yeah, there's there's other Hall of Fame guys. You're like that guy fucking played there, and so I got did a little bit of a dive today on the old interweb there, and I got uh, NFL guys and baseball guys and hockey guys. But it's funny that like how players because back then, back 20, 30 years ago, players would stick with a team and then retire. They the free agency wasn't as crazy as it is now, where guys bounce around who they don't know who they're playing for this year, let alone this month, right? To this. Whoever, wherever they might go, uh, and I, the one, the one notable, I remember this one for sure, and I think a lot of people do because the way uh, his career ended, where he left, because Steve Young took over. But people always talk about how great of a, uh, a San Francisco 49er Joe Montana was, but you'd never see any highlights of his wearing a fucking Kansas City Chiefs jersey ever. Like you never, ever see anything. That that says like whether it's on CBS or NBC or Fox or or ESPN, whenever they show Joe Montana, they never show him wearing a Kansas City Chiefs jersey. Never. So people like Jasper, not 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 Jasper's age, but people in their twenties, they probably have no idea, no idea that Montana, Hall of Famer, great, like one of the best ever. They have no idea that Montana played for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, like for for four years, and yeah. uh, and and obviously, like that's when I was consuming as much Denver Bronco football as I could, and uh, he managed to fuck us over a couple times in the in some in the regular season. Um, I don't think Kansas City has ever beaten the Broncos in the playoffs, which was the one solace I took. But fuck, Joe Montana was clutch. He he was so clutch, and it was just it was fun. Him and. To add on to the exact point, who who was the number one running back he was handing off to? Number thirty-two, Marcus Allen. Jesus Remember Al Christ. Davis? Al Al Davis got a fucking pissing match with. Uh, he literally benched Marcus Allen to play Bo Bo Jackson, and for the last He's two former years, former USC he, Trojan Marcus Allen, yeah, yeah, and then and then so Marcus Allen. Joe Rumor Montana he was, was poking fun at OJ's wife too. That sort of little situation there. But anyway, it's another situation. Well, that, that, we haven't rubbed OJ Simpson for almost a year on this show. We were, I was going to be for my goals of my list. OJ's on my list. Let's finish talking about uh, Marcus. Uh, Marcus Allen. We got to find it. We got to get OJ back on the list once and once again, <laughs> a little bit more than we used to. Um, yeah, Marcus Allen and, and got a pissing fight, and then so he went to so. It, it's just so. Weird to think that in the AFC West, Joe Montana was handing it off to Marcus Allen as Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. and they both had very productive years. Not, not, I guess, like a nice cherry on top of their Hall of Fame careers. They weren't, they weren't um, 
pity hires by any means. They were productive players. But Marcus Allen and is a Hall of Famer because of, uh, because of his career with the the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. And Joe Montana is a Hall of Famer because of his career with the Niners, and they were on the same team together in yeah, fucking Kansas City. Just forget about that. Like it's it's. I mean, obviously people are a little older, but you just forget about that. The one that I, I caught today that I, I then I remembered it, but then I I, I I never would have thought it was Emmett Smith played in Arizona his last year. Most oh. And I'll take I, this I know, to my I know you think he's overrated. I get I, I most know, overrated but, running but, back of all time. But he's like, he's a, he's a he's a Cowboys Hall of Famer, and he's in the Hall of Fame, and he's got he's got Super Bowl championships and everything else. And and to to, to go to a team that uh, is largely irrelevant and to to finish your career there, it's almost kind of sad. Like a lot of these guys just hold on. And I it's like when. Um, the old uh, Def Leppard song, it's better to burn out than fade away. I think fading away is better than burning out because like if you, when, when you're a legend with it, especially some of these guys we've been mentioning, they're legends in, in the game, in the sport. And when it's over, it's over. Like Montana still had some things to offer, obviously with the Chiefs because he played for four years. But like if you go for one year and hang out, like, like if Brady didn't win that one Super Bowl uh, with Tampa uh, – he probably would have held on for another one, another year, right? But he got that one, and like it would have been a bad look at the end. I mean, but six Super Bowls or seven, whatever it was, is a different. You can't really compare it to anything. But some of these guys, they they just don't know when to go. And like you're a legend in one town, like you can go from here to zero pretty quick. It, it, it is true, and it, and it's so tough, and and we're seeing it. Um, we're seeing it so much now with the the running backs, right? Even when they get traded or, or move or um, they, they, they're just not as good as with their, that, that second team. And then obviously of all that we've, we've, we see all the time. Now the running back position is the one that has the shortest shelf life. There's, there's guys like, and I, I know the Broncos, um, had had a couple, and then and these aren't the big names that I'm talking about. Like Brian Dawkins from the Eagles finished his career with the Broncos. Um, John Lynch, GM of the fucking 49ers, he finished his his year his thing. They the Dawkins with with the Eagles, and Lynch was with the the Tampa Bay. And these guys just they're getting old, and like in football, like once you start getting old, you start getting bad, and 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 the. I think that's the cruelest sport where age just decides immediately for you that you're not as good as you thought you were. Well, we brought up Wendell Clark's name a little bit earlier on about this, the, uh, the Leafs back in the 92, 93 when he played with Leafs and he got traded uh, for, for uh, Matt Sundin to, then he ended up getting to, to Quebec. Then he ended up in, in with the, uh, with the Islanders and he ended up in Chicago and then he was in Tampa and he went back to the Leafs. Like that's a, like he's a Leafs legend. But there was that little span in there where, like, what are you doing, man? Like, like it's a, like Wendell Clark's a leaf, right? Like, it, it's, yes, he's a leaf. But all those little stops in between, it kind of tarnishes. It's not his fault. But like, there's a lot of these guys just keep holding on and holding on. And you're like, dude, like, fuck, you're done, man. Yeah, it, yeah, you are done. But you know, like, why, why can't I make an extra million dollars a year? 
like back for uh, like I don't even know if uh, uh, Wendell Clark was making a million bucks. You know, it's it's like did it was ever, back like, in the day. Like I like a good good on it. If somebody wants to sign them to contracts, good on them. But sometimes the uh, well, fuck. This is I guess a, a full bank account's a, a, a better uh, judge of uh, what's going on in your life than the court of public opinion. Right, like if someone wants to keep paying me, I'll keep doing it. Yeah, because why not? Because you know, like um, when I looked it up about uh, Chris Chelios, there the, the Atlanta Thrashers were the last NHL team he ever played for, but he only played seven games. Like it's just like Jesus fucking Christ, what am I doing here? Do you think that's like, that was it? It's only seven games, like so I don't know. And uh, like he had a stint in the minors, like he like then this was uh, when he was Detroit property. So I don't know if he got traded or got released. I I do not know. I do not know. He like, played with a buddy of mine, a guy that I, for the Motor City Mechanics during one of those strikes. I can't remember what year it was. Ninety seven. When were the, when were the strikes? There was one in ninety four. I, I think I still have it on my history here. Just keep talking, and I'll find it. And so a friend of mine, Blair Manning was playing for the Motor City Mechanics in the United Hockey League. And Chelios was the fucking, was one of his teammates for a while. Because was in, 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 in 04, 05. It was 04, yeah. For the yeah. Motor City Mechanics. And yeah, a friend of mine, yeah. he played there, and yeah. he said that Chelios took care of everything. Like, he had their bar, <laughs> the bus was taken care of, Chelios wanted to play. And Kevin, ha- or was it Kevin or Darian? Darian played played for them as well. And uh, for for because he was playing in Detroit as well, he said, "Yeah, there's Chelios took care of things, and so we didn't have any fucking money, so we we're making fucking three grand a month playing fucking quasi pro hockey, right?" So, but I guess, but you know what? When you love playing, why not? And you're a contributor, like he he played games, like fuck, like yeah. So in oh nine oh ten. He had uh, 46 games with the Chicago Wolves in the AHL. And then he played seven games uh, with the Thrashers, and then he was done. So, yeah, that's it's a career, though. He played in Moose Jaw in the Saskatoon Junior Hockey League. He played for the Moose. Yeah, for the The Moose Moose Jaw Jaw Canucks. Canucks. Yeah. Yeah, in 79-80. Jeez. Was his first year, so he can. Re- and then I don't know if I saw an excerpt of his of his speech. He played in the uh, for the University of Wisconsin, Wisconsin, yeah. uh, because that was the closest good team to Chicago, and he just wanted to be in Chicago, like and 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 good for him. Like it's he did it his way. He didn't give a fuck. He was a nasty prick on the ice. Great, we play. hated him. Hated him. And we all hated him though. Like he was great player. He was, yeah. Like him and him and Claude Lemieux, remember? So they would have been on the same team on uh, on what, no in Montreal. In Montreal. In yeah, yep. yeah. The last time that was the last wasn't that the last time then that uh, the banner flew north of the border. Ninety three. Patrick Waugh and the uh, the uh, the Habs uh, uh, beat uh, Gretzky and the Kings in ninety three. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but nonetheless, yeah. The '86, the uh, the uh, Calgary Flames and Mike. That was uh, the Flames, Kent yeah. Can't hears uh, yeah, uh, Mikey Mike Verdi, yeah. Lost Jesus in the, uh, in, lost in six to uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking can't like I. 
Next time I see Ken, I, I want to have just sit down one on one about his his uh, thought about Mike Vernon being the uh, a Hall of Famer. He believes it. I promise you, he he, he believes it. We've had that uh, discussion, dis- slash disagreement for thirty fucking years. He's a he's a he's uh, drinking the the the, the Vernie wine. Don't worry about him. Where, where did Vernon play? He played in Calgary, Detroit. Didn't he have a cup of coffee in San Jose? He did. Had to have been one more. Had to have been one more. Like San Jose is where goalies go to die. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just fucking uh, get a car. But that's a good gig, eh? Don't got to win. Just go and play. Sunshine and play golf. Fuck whatever. Yeah. So after, after he had three years in Detroit, and then he had three years in San Jose, one year in, in Florida, and then he came home to uh, the Flames to retire. He played in Florida? Yep, 34 games in 99 Never would have known that. Neither me. Neither me. Like, okay, and then, as we're talking about players like this, you know, and, 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 and like I say, like he's on my list, so I want to make sure we get to it, O.J. Simpson. Where did OJ Simpson play the last two games of the last two years of his, of his career? He was a Buffalo Bill, and that's where he got the two thousand yards. And yeah. Can, I, like I can't even picture him in this jersey, but I knew I knew it to be true. San Fran 49er. He retired his like his last NHL he's from uh, sorry. There originally. San Fran area, I think. Oh, well, I, I think he's from LA, is he? Or no, is he, he an open guy? I thought he was white. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what he said. I'm not black. I'm not white. I'm OJ. Like, all right. <laughs> okay, I'm OJ. OJ. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, like, yeah, OJ finished. He played uh, the last two years. But he's a Buffalo Bill. But right. he's a Buffalo Bill. He's a, like, I. You know, even now, well, yeah, he's a Bill, but I, I honestly, when I think of OJ, I think of him as a USC Trojan first. Yeah. And then uh, then as a... Well, I think of him as something else now, but not as a well, football Well, now, player. yeah, like, sorry, as a football player. <laughs> this is football specific. Oh. Not, uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't, like, when I think OJ Simpson, I don't think football player right off the top. Not there's anymore. A, there's a not. couple of other things that come to mind for some reason. Yeah. That one year in Buffalo in 1973, he averaged 143 yards a game. That's crazy. Oh, he's That's an all-timer. Don't get around that. He's an all-timer. Yeah. 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 It's uh, He was something else. He's something else, all right. Anyways. <laughs> he's a one-of-a-kind. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. We, we can do this all night long. Like One, one of those things. Oh, the juice was loose. The juice is loose. It's too bad he had to be a killer. Allegedly. Oh, alleged. Alleged kids. It's too bad he had to be an alleged killer because alleged. he was funny. In those naked gun movies, like he was funny. Those Hertz commercials. Like Jumping I remember like barricades Yeah, back in the day, like before before the alleged crime. Like I uh, like I was with buddies and we were like, we got, we get in a cab, get to the Oracle. Like, we got to do the OJ. 
right? And that was yeah. for the Hertz car commercials. Like, so those of you that don't remember, just do OJ Hertz commercial. Yeah. They were awesome. Excuse OJ me. was uh, somewhat legendary. There's no. Oh, he was. He was legendary. There's no. He was legendary before he was. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I know what exactly the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Notorious. It, it, notorious. Yeah. He was. He's a bit notorious now. Yeah. OJ's getting some love tonight. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beers. Be- yeah. A whole lot more. Famous people. It's Famous before it's OJ. OJ was make OJ made an appearance for the the first uh, 40, 40 some shows of the uh, of the, the pod, and then oh, now he's. We'll, we'll get him back. We'll we'll, we'll maybe, maybe we'll give him a call. We'll give him a well, call. You know, I bet you that crazy mofo might actually take our fucking call. Because <laughs> what would you say to OJ? Like 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 we're nobodies. Like we're just I would, wanna, like and th- no, we're not nobodies. Our families love us. Our parents like our like all of us. Like we're we're good people. We have friends and families and things and jobs and blah blah blah. But if for whatever reason, if we reach out to OJ and and he agreed to come on our podcast, what would you ask him last, not first? Last. Where's your Heisman Trophy? I think it's on Ron Goldman's mantle, isn't it? I think so, yeah. My first question would be, when did you know you were better than anybody else? So what's the question in the middle? Um, what was what was winter like in Buffalo? Oh, you would be a straight-laced reporter. Well, like, I'm not here to break fucking news. We all know... He allegedly killed two people. Um, I think, I, think uh, I might get breaking news. Yeah, you think you're going to get him? I think I would break it down. If, if he did it, OJ. No. Like, like so he wrote this like, book. Hey, hey, no, no. Here's a question. Why the fuck? How did how the fucking Kato Kalin ever get in your fucking house? That two-bit guy. Like, what did he have on you? Was he just your coke guy? I bet you that's what it was. Kato was probably his coke guy. Yeah, we should find a way to make this happen. Well, you can, yeah, let's DM him. I don't know if I'm going to, what account I'm going to do it from. But he's done doing fuck. He's fucking chilling and golfing in Florida. Like, isn't he? Well, that's Dave, all that it, guy does. Dave, if he was guilty, he would still be in jail. That's what they tell us. That's what they that tell is- us. That is what they tell us. We'll work on that. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four Bears first talking a whole lot more. Dave, uh, finish it off tonight. Fun little show here we we uh, piece together. What do you got for uh, a little uh, would you rather or whatever the fuck we call that thing now we got going on? Uh, the, the, vacation the, the, party visit or, yeah. Vacation party visit. I actually. Party visit think- vacation. Party visit vacation. Um, so here's like it's a would you rather now? Like, and, and I like what you rather. Yeah, it's a would you rather. Like, so we touched on it earlier on today, and and with that thing that I posted on, like that's why I kind of posted it on as a teaser to um, to my would you rather with that fucking guy wearing a barrel at the Broncos games. Would you? Would you rather? get front row 50 yard seats to a Denver Bronco game as a fan. 
Yeah. And I want to I want to put it that way because there is going to be some cold games. Yeah. Free tickets, but that's what you got to do, or just watch every game from home. What would you rather do? So if I go to the game, I got to wear a costume. You're the barrel man. No, you are the barrel man. No, like you got to wear that. You got to wear that fucking barrel with no shirt and 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 be on the 50-yard line. Like but with with the best seats in the house, right? Two rows like front row, 50-yard yeah. line. Well, I and otherwise, I can't come in the building. Right. Um, you, don't, you, you don't get to go to the barn at all. I'd rather just stay home. I'd rather stay home than make an ass of myself week in, week out. Yeah, I'm getting on TV. I'm going to be on NBC, Denver, blah, 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 or whatever. Whatever whatever mascot we, we're talking about. Like the Yankee guy, fucking Bronco guy, Flames guy, whatever it might be. Um I'd rather if if I have to go to a game and put on a show night in night out, I'm not going. Like I'm I'm just not. Like, but you don't have to put on the show. You just got to wear that fucking costume. Well, with and, with, and, with 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 that costume comes consequences, right? Like you're there's something you're you're obligated. People to are gonna want to take and pictures with pictures you and, and selfies and you're nuts and whatever. I'm just like, no, you know what? No, I'd rather just stay home. If I gotta wear that fucking stupid shit, I ain't going. I'm done. Could you imagine, you know, like and the it, effort and the work and the things like, yeah, putting on a jersey and going to a game or wearing a hat and and like if, you, if we if you, like, if when I go to a weekend series down in uh, in the Bronx, I'll uh, make sure I got the enough shirts. I'm not wearing the same fucking shirt every fucking day, right? Like it's, like I'm yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Well, then there's so there's so many other questions, right? Because you know, at, at minimum, you need like a, a cargo van. Um, like you, you can't you can't drive with that fucking thing, and then and then so like you get preferential parking. How far do I have to walk? Do I get a tailgate? And then like the chafing on the shoulders and and you know and, and like, did he wear a jersey? No, like like look at that picture. Well, bare top. I bare top like fucking suspenders with no, a barrel. I'm Obviously, it's not that. wood because like I don't know if you've ever moved a whiskey barrel. Those things are fucking heavy. Yo, so yeah. there's no there's no way that was a whiskey barrel. Yeah, Otherwise, that guy's that. oh and 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 not being able to sit down. You can't fucking sit down with that fucking shit. You got to stand up the entire time, and and people want to take pictures with you. And how do I take a piss? Heaven forbid I have to take a shit. Like oh, <laughs> that would be kind of funny actually to see the the barrel man barrel outside one of the shitters. <laughs> I steal because, it because oh I, I, would, I would for sure steal like if it. I was if, if I was pissing around the trough at fucking whatever field it was back in at mile high or whatever it's what it's called back in the day and fucking the barrel sitting there with suspenders on and he's in there taking a fucking emergency 10 100 I'm taking that fucking thing like I'm stealing that guy's fucking barrel and I'm out the door I'm gone he'll never see it again there's no getting around that. One hundred percent. If he leaves that barrel sitting around, 
outside of a stall or urinal. He's taking an emergency 10-100. I'm stealing that barrel. I'm putting it on. I'm going to wear it for about 15 seconds and then take take a bunch of pictures with some people and I'm leaving it fucking wherever. I have, well, I'm not leaving. I'm just rolling it down the fuck. I might. No, I'm not I leaving with it on. I'm leaving it wherever. Yeah. So I'm like, whatever. And, or, give, or give it to some kid. Go. Go. And have then, fun with it. And, you know, and, and, you know, my answer, like, I, I wouldn't want to do it. But if my team was good, like, in those back in those Elway days and then uh, possibly in the Manning days, um, where. Like, yeah, my parking, my seats, do I get security? Like, and and do I got a private bathroom? Because I can't fucking. But how I'd does, love to be a super fan. If, but, if, why, but, why, super but why would a team who didn't ask you to do that, why would a team give you the money to fucking do it? What do they care? Okay, don't put it on anymore. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, I get it. So it's 80,000 and one people compared to 80,000? <laughs> Like you're not bringing people here. Yeah, you're not the draw. Like never, never once, never once. Maybe Crazy George back in the fucking early age. Remember him? Maybe yep. Crazy George was bringing people people to a building. But fucking super fan face paint guy, or that Raider fucking guy with the fucking the Road Warriors fucking shoulder pads on. They aren't putting people in the seats. Nobody cares. Max, what was his name? Max Pack in the the Clown Prince of Baseball. Yeah, for for minor league people, he would bring people. For minor league games, he would yes. Because people, it's, it's it's an event, but the yeah. fucking super fan in the fucking stands, nobody's paying admission to watch that fuckhead. Like we talked about earlier on, we talked about the uh, the green men. Yeah. All right, you're I here. It's added, but we don't care. I guess I was... it is added enjoyment if you dig on that thing. What about something like the the. Then why, like, why do all these fucking teams have mascots? Like, what's? Because kids like mascots. Okay. Kids That's like mascots. True. Yeah. What about something? The San Diego Chicken. Now that was an adult mascot, right? Like, and that, yeah. and I guess an in, in innovator, right? Yeah. He. I like the. Uh, I like the San Diego Chicken. Yeah. San Diego Chicken back in the day was good. Is there still a San Diego Chicken? I don't think so. No. Yeah, I don't know either. Actually, you know what? I'm going to find out, and I'll get him at the uh, Henderson State at Spit Stadium this summer if he is. Maybe we can have both him and OJ on at the same time. OJ and the chicken. Fuck, that would be a... <laughs> that would be a wide variety of questions. The San Diego chicken was kind of the innovator, like of, as a yeah. as a not just a goofy fucking thing with a hat. Yeah, it was someone that was active and getting at shit and doing that. And same with, with that Max Packin. Like without the chicken, you don't have the fanatic. Correct. And right. the, the, Max Packin, the crown prince, of, uh, the clown prince of baseball, was fantastic. He was yes. on on, uh, on Bull Durham. Yeah, you bet he was. And yeah, I was, I was he, cutting some shit today for the game day show. And yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing him as like an eight year old as a at a Lethbridge Dodger game. I remember really? seeing that motherfucker. Yes. Fuck! I gotta bring him back to Spit Stadium. If it so wasn't, him, I, I'm I'm pretty sure he passed he's away. passed on. Yeah. But I remember seeing that I'll guy at a this. Dodger game. Yeah. 
No, he was, yeah, no, that was great. Baseball was, that's from base, and that's one thing we're trying to do, but we'll talk about that later, yeah. The, the, okay. the, the, the chicken, yeah. But, like, the mascots are different than super fans. Yes, correct, without a doubt, yeah. And, like, super fans like Putty and Seinfeld. Like, those, those idiots who put on the, the fucking costumes at Raiders games, fuck off. Oh, yeah, the Legion of Doom type stuff. Like fuck Put off! Get away! You know, Put, yeah, right on. Yeah, you know, in the dog pound, uh, in back in Cleveland with the dog faces, yeah, getting like just put that away. Like, what are you doing here? Like, I get, you know, it might be fun if you're all twenty five years old and and married with a, not married and don't have kids, right? And this is what we do. And we like, like the, the like the. The, if you're sitting in those seats and the Lambo leap happens, that's one thing. Like that, like you would you would buy those seats f- to to for that to happen. Yes. Like, hey, this is great. You're not buying a seat next to fucking stupid face guy. Yeah. I don't like know face spinner. I, you know, I, I get it if you're guy. like you know in the balcony and you're like six friends and you're all like in your twenties. And you have T-shirts and, and spell different names and stuff like that. That thing, that that has some charm and it's kind of it can be somewhat funny, right? But like, the the fuckheads who are there game in game out want want the exposure. Yeah. Fuck off. Fuck Enough. right off. There was that Kansas City Chief fan, did you like uh, who was a super fan? And he was robbing banks to put to to support his super fan lifestyle. I know nothing about this. Oh. I, I don't know it. I, I'm not going to look look it up because we're getting towards the end of it. But I'll send you the link. It was a super fan that was robbing banks to be a super fan. Jesus. People need to be ideas. super fans. Yeah, it's Why? about them. Just go to the game. Just go to the goddamn game. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous how some people just want that just have to. Well, in this in, in, in two minutes here, but have you ever been that invested in a single game in your life where this means the world to me? Um. Well, no. Um. The night I do remember the Steve Smith goal. I broke a dinner plate because I was 86. home alone. Yeah, I I did break. I did do that. Um, I like these are all these are all games that I watched at my house. That Joe Flacco pass that beat the Broncos in the AFC Championship game. I almost broke my knuckle. Um, hitting something. Um. So my my pain my 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 emotional pain was real, but never at a place did I. My, I let my fandom go crazy. Like, and when I say my fandom, like this is now like bad things. Like where I'm, like I'm just like fuck, and I'm just so angry. And then after that Bronco one, like like it changed it changed my aspect because I had a son at that time and he was four years old and it was like Jesus Christ, Dad. Even though he didn't know how to say Jesus Christ, Dad. Did did did, uh, Dave change his mind or or did? Kaylee changed Dave's mind for him. Uh, a bit of both. It was like <laughs> it, it was a bit of both, right? 
You know, and I saw it on my my son's face. Like I freaked him out a little bit yeah. because I was so mad, and I was so mad. Like, it, like I would have been one of those videotapes, but like I, I I wasn't putting a chair through my fucking big screen TV. I'm not I'm not that stupid, but I just wanted to hit something. Those I was people so are mad. stupid. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Fuck. I, I don't. Even- I don't I even get, want to watch. I it. get revved up, but not to the point of um, fandom fucking face paint guy. But the lead up to the game, because I'm a Yankee guy, like I'm a baseball guy, and so I, I get I'm excited, but I don't do anything. And then the game's on, and baseball has a flow, right? And then you can sense your team's going to lose. So it's it's over by the seventh for, for big games, right? For playoff games. Like you you, you kind of yeah. know. And if they come back and win, great. It's great. But if they lose, I go, well, I still got to work tomorrow or do my thing tomorrow. Like, I, I don't get worked up. Like, I, I'm a fan, like 100%. But I don't get, for what? So these assholes who do this for a fucking living, fuck off. Like, yeah, like actually, fuck off. <laughs> no, I, I well, yeah, for sure. But I, I like I, you know, I, I remember back when we were in our early days, and uh, we were in two different uh, vehicles going up to the watch the orders, and you and Oni got kicked out of a fucking playoff game, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, that's unforgivable. That man. was because of the fucking puckheads. Now. <laughs> You're gonna blame that on Oni, and I believe I, I believe it was his fault. I, I'm not doubting it, but no, it was that like, was because of the, the puckhead hats, those those foam hats. They said you guys got to get out of here because the people people in front of us, were, well, people behind us are complaining because we were leaning forward, and we told them to fuck off and whatever. Those things, but yeah, you guys weren't. Oni wasn't the only one wearing a puck. You guys, you weren't the only two puckheads in that place. Well, that's true. Do you still have the puckhead? No, I don't think he made. I don't think that thing made it back to fucking the car. <laughs> did you we got back? We, we got back come... in the building. Oh, did you? Yeah. Because we that's went out one like... door and came back in another. Yeah, because reentry. Because now all this no reentry stuff is just garbage. Yeah, we went out one door and got back in another one. Like <laughs> ten seconds. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how that all happened. What happened there? Like, I, I, I know we got we got junked out of there, but I can't remember the the exacts of it. And all I know is because we were talking later on, like, like, and like, because you and I weren't tight at that point either. No. No. no, and then so it was like a week later. I heard a bit from Niner, then the next time, I'm like, what the fuck? Well, Oni was doing this, and it was most ninety percent of the blame was put on. Uh, the real deal. Yeah, it was. It was his fault. <laughs> God rest his soul. Yes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't recall. Yeah. There's a it was a long day. It was a long day. I remember it was a, it was a trip up and then it was a game. Yeah, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other more important. Take care of yourself so you round. Keep your stick on the ice and what else, Dave? I don't want to see Jim swing at high pitches. There we go. Have a good night, folks, and we'll talk to you again on... I forgot about that. 
we'll talk again on Thursday night. Those games, those Oilers games back in the day, they used to take the ice to run like hell, um, Pink Floyd. And that was, I, I, I really quite dug that too. So, run, run. Anyways, it was good times when you were younger and, and could work the next day on three hours of fucking sleep after drinking. This is right. Six hours. Idiots. Yeah, what happened there? We'll, we'll talk off here. We'll talk. Have a good night, folks. Talk to you Thursday night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>